man guys like i i had something in my mind for this uh, podcast for this episode and uh, it's more on a it's a it's more on a game perspective i've always wanted to play this with somebody who understands communication public speaking deeply so uh, so i mean we're we're just making this the lab rat kind of a situation but i'm sure it's going to be fun uh, before we go i just want to set a little bit of criteria so quickly with both mudit and prakar tell me what what according to you are the three attributes of a great speaker and preferably a public speaker right somebody who could stand on a stage and actually deliver with power and do it what are the three attributes that you think no explanation just three things so that that becomes the base on which we play the game okay um i will have to consider one sec थर्ड वन to actually know i mean take your time we'll go to mudit then okay okay um first for me is relevance second is authenticity uh-huh. and third is the mindset wow okay i still I, don't have a third no i think this this is just fine that's authenticity so, point, so, so that hits the mark <laughs> doesn't have a third doesn't have a third <laughs> like i would have to make one up yaar fir mereko baad mein defend how will i defend it like you know once it comes to it <laughs> Look okay. who's scared of defending now. <laughs> of all the people in the world, <laughs> never Sorry, defend a lie. Right. Never defend a lie. <laughs> I have no problem defending the truth, bro. Sri Sri Raghuvar ki banner se na ha. Go on. So, so guys, so the game is simple. Okay, we pick five people who we would want to have on our debating team. Okay, so so this is like we're we're going complete NBA draft style. uh to just to build a context I'll, i'll break it down how it's done one of us starts first and we call out one specific speaker who's super famous preferably super famous so that the audience knows that person can do some research and find some content on it so then we have an order so if i go first then we have mudit second and prakar third but here the advantage still stays with prakar even though he's going third that he gets to pick the fourth one the next one immediately and then we go in the reverse order And you okay. five. Uh, okay, we'll do three. We'll do three. No, no, no. I, I, I like. I mean, five, five, or five. But I'm. This is such a cool game, bro. Like that's all. Lalit, <laughs> you make it sound like a contest. He'll go to fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already running the math in my head. <laughs> right. And keeping these five criteria that we've spoken about in mind as a point of reference. Uh so th- and then we'll ask the audience to you know then tell us who has the best possible team that can win this debate okay so uh considering i'm the host i let one of you pick uh who wants to go first bade bhai bade bhai goes first okay then we'll go uh mudit first prakar second i'm third okay and when you're picking that person give a reason as to why you picked that person or maybe if you watched a video or a book that you read about this person that really demonstrate what you're trying to say as a reference point to your audience that i think that would that would do nothing more than that cool mudit you want to start alexander the great 
ஸ்பீச் <laughs> YouTube it bros that's Alexander the Great Almighty Prakar bro wo Brutus is an honorable Mark Antony I start with Mark Antony <laughs> bro if you can change the Romans like that by never saying a bad word at all that is a debate right there bro uh-huh. and grievously hath Caesar wept <laughs> go on <laughs> so your pick is Mark Antony Mark Antony let's start with that yours bro like for me this one was quite dis- like i mean i had this even before i started the game i was just thinking but i think i'd pick the og of the public speakers um and it's usually i feel the politicians who have all of it and i'd pick the best of them all abraham lincoln do um because he's known for like so there was this guy called edward everett who gave a speech for an hour during that uh, gettysburg address Uh, and nobody gave a shit right he spoke for an hour abraham lincoln was unprepared and he spoke exactly for 1 minute 58 seconds or something like that uh, and and he got a standing ovation and till date that is considered as one of the greatest speeches not because of the content but because of the intent he spoke with so mm-hmm. i'd pick abraham lincoln on my team uh, as the first pick okay go for number 4 also shit uh, okay i i got to go next as well my pick who would i pick huh. very interesting I, i think i'll go i'll go touch prakar's domain here like you know some somebody who i think nobody i think even nobody could even start in like i like this man not because of his power i, I mean mm. not power in terms of like full voice and all of that but You really can't break him though. You really can't break him and I think I'd pick uh, Jay Krishnamurthy for this. Okay, you go Jay Krishnamurthy. I you stole one from his there. team. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. I was actually not going to go for Jay at all. I was not going to go for Jay at all. Okay. So I'll go oh, with sorry. Osho in this round. Oh. Now now the game's <laughs> done. Now I will go with Osho for this round. Why why Osho? Tell me why Osho. Why? Bro, if there was ever a man born with Saraswati on his tongue, it was that guy. Like there is there is no man who can speak logic with poetry in the same way as he does. He was blessed and that is a full stop moment. JK was probably wildly more philosophically smart. Yeah. Yeah. But Osho had the gift of language. True. I agree I agree with that and I also feel he's he's uh, he's a very massy guy J- JK is not a massy guy like to really understand JK you should have lived a 100 lives you know to understand the spitting consciousness kind of a person he is but yeah so I think he even the dumbest go guy would straight to the heart yeah yeah go straight to the heart Osho is like a knife bro JK yes you have to be smart to understand what he's saying he's a philosopher Osho yeah. is not yeah true Osho is a con man there's a difference <laughs> okay um frederick douglas don't tell me it's sandeep maheshwari dude so i i now the fifth to mudit ki team dq ho jayegi bro <laughs> see 
I'm laughing because Prakhar in two sentences <laughs> will will speak about the same person and absolutely polarized opinion about that person on two different aspects of that person's life. And I find that very fascinating. So my pick is Frederick Douglass. Frederick Douglass was uh, a, a slave who escaped, came to New York, and by the way, Prakhar he quoted um, Mark Antony in his speech, "The evil that men do lives after them; the the good is often interred with their bones." And let me give some context to people who might be listening this and have heard this name for the first time. This person is a slave, and he's so if he's a slave in that moment, he's not even considered a person. This is this is an asset. Uh, he's escaped from uh, captivity, and uh, he's out there when slavery is rampant to tell people that that black people are people and that they deserve to be citizens of the United States of America and they deserve equal rights. And as easy as it is for me to speak about this now, it was completely uh, it 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 was unthinkable when Frederick Douglass spoke of that. And the reason I choose him as so so he's a great man of course the reason i choose him on my team is because on the 4th of july this is i think in 1852 4th of july of 1852 in in rochester new york he's speaking to an audience mainly white people who sympathize with his cause but the way he presents and i i might not know the exact lines but the rich inheritance of justice liberty prosperity and independence bequeathed by your fathers is shared by you not by me the sunlight uh, that brought life is is healing to you and and the and that to me and it ended somewhat it's around, a very famous address it's a very, it's a very famous, famous address. address 4th of july frederick douglas address yes That's i right. remember reading it yes the 4th of july is yours not mine you may rejoice i must mourn so yes. to go into an audience and create that vast difference you sympathize with my cause but that's not enough to make them feel that cause in that moment is is huge sorry i became emotional um <laughs> same with mark antony bro every time i listen to uh, anything from that speech i get goosebumps like straight yeah. up it's it's a piece of brilliance yeah. yeah but at least frederick douglas is historical right like frederick douglas actually delivered that um and he yeah. i'll tell you what uh, mudit is getting at really here um and this makes me think at some point during these five picks one of the picks is going to be me for myself <laughs> cuz i want to be on my team but here is the thing i'll tell you something to change the mind of everyone listening to you convince them that they are wrong is probably the hardest task that a public speaker can accomplish because usually what you're doing is you're changing the goal post this is not the goal post this is the goal post but the goal post is not the audience you are never the subject of your criticism is never the people you are speaking to and if it is they are rarely changing their mind when you are able to accomplish that you've done something phenomenal mm, true and i think that's the hardest level of public speaking 100% and i definitely agree with that mudit it's your it's your pick again my friend all right um i think fidel castro in 1953 yeah. again a person who i might not agree with completely in principle but the speech that speech is called history will absolve me it's a speech in spanish and the reason i choose fidel castro then is because um it, it was in in cuba that time uh, a complete dictatorship and this person has his most of his colleagues with whom he had stormed a, a soldier barracks most of his colleagues have been killed and assassinated 
he has been in solitary confinement for weeks and months before he is allowed uh, outside imagine how much a person would be broken in that moment but he comes up and he says that history will absolve me this speech and he gives a whole rhetoric around um why his cause of trying to kill the soldiers in batista's regime who was the dictator was was the right cause and the way he delivers it is is what makes for me a great speaker hmm that's a good good very interesting pick yeah. i must say fidel castro is a very interesting pick um i will draft jordan peterson at this moment in my team <laughs> my favorite human being and uh, you know what like i principally there is so many things i listen to him talk about and i'm like disagree disagree but i still haven't got, gotten over the fact that he's so involved with what he's saying he loses track of where he is that's my favorite quality about the guy he will suddenly just be like and he's no longer like are tere ko 6 minute bolna tha bro you are speaking for 9 and a half right now <laughs> he doesn't bother he's speaking he's he's in flow and also i think one of the most powerful speakers genuinely genuinely can breathe soul into your life ha huh? okay my third pick would actually be david goggins i'll tell you why yeah. the reason is um like dude i think motivation speakers are shit like they're really shit because that that it's it's like a cocaine hit bro like if you're sitting there like you're going to like really feel good at that moment and you're going to go back home with a with with something heavy on your head and then you're going to have a hangover but i feel if you if you're a motivation speaker you got to back you got to back up what you're saying and you got to live it um so in that perspective of a motivational speaker i i think i'd pick david goggins because he really lives it and like at least from the modern era i don't see anybody else actually doing that in my uh, periphery so i think i'd pick david goggins as a really hardcore motivational kind of a speaker and also for the audience um you should go check out his videos i mean again very very one sided kind of a speaker uh, you might not like him can sound very uh off at sometimes but uh i think yeah. I, i think that's rotten acidity dude like david goggins is just that for me your pick oh my pick again oh shit yeah see now suddenly he has become the moderator of the game lalit and <laughs> it's his podcast you are a guest <laughs> <laughs> it does not say ld it says pg in the background <laughs> uh who would i pick or we could cap it at 3 2 I think I have a very like solid team. Fourth person yeah. is me. <laughs> I, I like that. I like the confidence. I was hoping one of you would pick me, bro. Like, what the hell? You didn't wait for my uh, fifth, bro. What can I say? Oh, the fifth one was good. <laughs> no, I would honestly. That would be a dream come true for me if I was ever like a goat in public speaking. I'd be very proud of myself. I think I'll pick like I don't know dude like I'm I'm very I'm I think I can relate very much with Rucker on this because I I I love listening to philosophers and I think they have a unique way of always saying it and for me the one person who got me back into spirituality and all of that and this guy is Alan Watts dude like I think Alan Oh Alan Watts 
just has an incredible way of breaking down the most complex of things to the dumbest of human beings i think uh, and has a bit of rascality in it like you know i and i love his laugh like you know he's going to say something and you'll be like you'll be like stunned and he's going to laugh his lungs out and you're going to feel oh shit and you you'll feel your ego crumble when he speaks and i kind of mm. like it i kind of like it and uh, he's he's like a mirror dude for me alan watts is a pure mirror uh, anything that you think about what alan watts says is who you are it's not what he's saying and who he is i think it's a mirror of who the hell you are so i'd pick alan watts on my team i'd pick ben shapiro for debating ben shapiro can make sense out of anything yeah. i cannot even listen to ben shapiro for too long it hurts me in my soul mm-hmm. but i love ben shapiro when it comes to debates mm-hmm. he can handle anything bro the speed at which his mind dissects an argument very rarely seen that in people it's just like snip 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 okay this is wrong this is right this is wrong this is right is there a video He's... you'd recommend bro for ben shapiro bro just look up ben shapiro destroys and you'll see the speed element you'll just see just look up ben shapiro destroys and there's a horde of ben shapiro destroying but usually he's like destroying college kids bro so it's not that fun <laughs> but if you look at ben shapiro really build an argument um and he will do that on like sometimes where it's a one sided thing but there's a news article and he's going after it he's he's a lawyer who became a journalist just like i'm a lawyer who became a youtuber like there is a similarity there No, Lalit, I would have picked Prakhar, and my reason for that would have been for the Indian YouTube space. There is is a certain element of what people are consuming, which is non-fiction content. Do, but I don't want you to pick Prakhar. Like, I, yeah, I am not. But you pick Prakhar because he's already cheated by by mentioning that he might pick him. So I'm not picking him, and I'll take a different name. But I'm pulling something out here, which is. the stuff you said about alan watts should take something which is complicated not shying away from the complexity of it but dicing it down without dumbing it down there's a difference in a way that it is understood in the fashion it is meant to be understood i think is the bedrock of education and obviously there's a long way to go um for you bro I will um, pick myself as number five. Huh? <laughs> so my fourth pick, Lalit, would be Nicholas uh, Selby. Okay. So you may not have heard of this person, and the reason I took this pick is because people are listening to this. I want them to watch this speech on YouTube. Prakar, bro, you have to see this speech on YouTube. It's a Georgia Tech commencement speech. Okay. Um, and this Georgia is Georgia Tech, cool. by the way, great school, beautiful yeah. campus. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So this person delivers a commencement speech at Georgia Tech, and when Lalith and Prakari watch that speech in two minutes, you, you send me a message. I know you'll be smiling. So that's my fourth pick. Yes, we have to record me watching a speech uh, by Nicholas Selby. That's right. I'll send it. And when I orgasm, you need to have the recording on. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to select the fifth one also. Now, um, this is not a name. This is a category of people. these are the sellers of random stuff that you find in the mumbai local train and the reason i picked them is to be able to come into an audience raju raju let's hey, that's all loot lo hey, hey, hey. you doing this with raju bro chal theek hai raju okay. raju ko praise kar raha hai na raju raju ha i'm with raju bro to come into an a disinterested audience uh-huh. and still 
try to say what you have to say anyway and three an audience which is surrounding you on all sides that's a 360 degree audience typically communication happens uh, it, you, you know probably 160 degrees in front of you when when you are public speaking but here this is 360 degrees and if people can find the confidence to do these three things to speak to people who might not be interested still stay stay their point and when they're surrounded from all sides still have still have their say i think they have a large they have a long way to go in their journey that oddly sounds like rahul gandhi dude fuck i was just going to say bro you that was such a politician thing to say like you it was such a politician thing to say dude shit oh man i was just trying to crack a joke um i will i will refrain from having myself on in my team as the fifth person and i will go with something <laughs> huge loss more. to team prakhar Huge um, loss. Everybody is cracked out. Um, I'm sorry, Prakhar has retired. He doesn't play this game anymore. <laughs> But uh, I will take Kumar Vishwas. Hmm. Who is that? Uh, Kumar Vishwas is a Hindi poet. Oh. Um, he is my favorite Hindi speaker to listen to, bro. Bro, like, kehta and bro, like he can. Um, the stage performance, the stage presence of that man, especially given his like physique. So look like gurus very often like the oshos and the sadgurus of the world will wear this like extensive which what that basically does is it expands your presence on stage you you stand out and such this guy is a poet bro he even got kicked out of aap for standing up to arvind kejriwal like there is not a lot of respect per se that he commands when he walks on stage except for his artistic talent hmm. but when he's on stage he will sit he will be on stage there's going to be a bunch of politicians who are there congress bjp aap he will diss everyone bro he will diss everyone and everyone will still laugh at their own diss he's that entertaining he can hurt you without you realizing you've been hurt uh, which yeah. is to say that he master of words clearly master of words I I think uh, my last pick I think Mudit already knows is it's BO like I mean it's Barack Obama dude like uh, one of the people that I feel who's super polished eloquent uh, yeah. I think pretty good at what what he says and I think has has this kind of finesse that he carries um, his speaking style with um, and a perfect example for body language I mean there's one video where, where I'm sure um, the lot of viewers who are watching can also check it out on YouTube uh, there's a there's there's this uh, YouTube channel called Thinker which breaks down how Barack Obama actually speaks yeah. in the 2004 convention right uh, and that 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 video is more than enough to change your mind on why he's one of the best speakers Uh, so yeah. I I pick Barack Obama as my last pick. Congratulations. Bro, Arnab Goswami pick कर सकते थे. TV debate के लिए. Okay, dude. Let's pick on a few close calls that you might have wanted on your team. I I was going to say Shashi Tharoor, but I just don't like the guy as a person. But yeah, he has good speaking style and a bit of an accent. I don't think he's very forceful frankly like mm-hmm. I like him uh, I don't think he's a forceful speaker like there is no I'm not inspired when I listen to him Yeah true that that's that but I think in terms of his language and th- that's okay. what I think for me was the pick what what what, are, what were the other picks what were the other people that were running in your heads So Barack Obama is is one pick that is or when you think of best public speakers comes through 
when you talk about that speech the beauty of that speech is uh, is is repetition yeah it, it, that the value brings but even otherwise if you look at some videos where he's answering audience questions or when there's a heckler in the audience just the way of being respectful to the other person but still disagreeing that's something that's um, notable watchbye watchbye would have been there oh yeah true true watchbye could move a crowd and make them cry Very also because he was a poet that's his history he is a poet first and, and, and i was just going to say that he speaks straight from the heart and that heart could be felt immediately that pulse prakash so tell me what are some of the conversation hacks or um speaking hacks that you tell young men when they speak to a woman they are attracted to right i, I want to know this what is what are, what are some of the ways that you can get one hour one hour from to, your love mere ko to pata nahi kaise baat karte hain ladies se um okay number one thing you need is conviction um i used to run this experiment and this is a extreme form of the common experiment but this makes the point i'd be out in bars and clubs here right usually bars bars are more preferable um so the environment is slightly loud there's a lot of people there's a lot of stimulation and what i would do is that i'd start a conversation with someone um and you have to be louder than the music to start a conversation with someone and what happens is once you sort of draw them in you are in a place where now it's a private bubble you were talking the music still exists the people still exist and halfway through the conversation i would shift entirely to hindi like i'd be talking to a woman who never has spoken a word of hindi and i'd just speak ha tu badhiya to hai badhiya hai tu bahut cute hai all she gathered from that is cute she probably i don't know if she even knows that i'm speaking in hindi but the body language the conviction behind my words the way i look at her and the way i speak is communicating itself and that is what is being absorbed and i was stunned when that I, when i did that for the first time because it happened quite unconsciously the first time listen when you are when you are trying to build an entire personality when you move by the way when you move to a foreign country an english speaking country it takes a little while for you to have a developed personality in that language you may speak that language but having a personality in that is separate so yeah. early the first couple of years you're only translating and one translation i missed so i just said it in hindi and she responded and i was like whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like what the hell just happened and part of that is because the number one element is conviction people that do not do well with women largely lack conviction in what they say and then what happens is they look at complete idiots who have conviction in their idiot like their stupidity do so well with women and they are like women only like assholes no that is an incorrect assumption look bro women are tuned just like men are tuned to absorb biological sexual signals and one of the signals from the man side is status and status is indicative in the conviction behind what you say in how you carry yourself how do you walk into a room now one can train you for walking like a king or you can just walk in the room like you own the party in your head it changes a lot So this whole phenomena of trying to get good with the ladies begins right here before you've even met a woman. The first thing you need to understand is you are the prize. That is what I would tell my younger cousin or my nephew if he came to me he's like chachu i need help with the ladies i'd be like first you are the prize. Not that she's not the prize she's also the prize. 
but don't go into the place where you place her here and then you chase her down mm. because she doesn't want a guy who does that mm. she's going to be like i'm going to pick the guy who's higher than me no who i chase yeah like people want what is more valuable than them it's, a, it's an upgrade right so first of all you are the prize you walk in like that secondly be convinced of your bullshit third hold tension this is something indian men don't understand and i i repeat this podcast after podcast tension 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 okay look i'll say something say i'm speaking to a woman i'll say you look super cute and i just let that hang instead of trying to fill it fill the silence up with but you know haha like a friend <laughs> you ruined it <laughs> you ruined it say something the opposite you the compliment okay insult side pe you your face reminds me of iron man you said that to a girl you are interested in your face reminds me of iron man of course this is complete bullshit i'm throwing it off the point is it's kind of an insult it's kind of like a small push away is fine as long as you are able to hold the tension go to your dad tell him no you will not speak to me like that or your boss and let that tension hang get okay with being in discomfort and the discomfort in conversation looks like tension and so most men completely miss this large point where they because they cannot hold tension they are never never able to flirt properly and holding tension is playing with the boundary is arriving at the boundary but not quite crossing it and being completely okay with that so what happens is when it comes to saying i like you first what i need to do is go home so i can text you that because i cannot say this to your face because that's too much tension and i will melt and i'll be nervous and i don't want to look nervous in front of you why the hell not you like her look nervous bro like let that be a communication what is that what is so wrong with that but be convinced of your nervousness i'm nervous i have a question here prakar before you go ahead very interesting just let me let me f- finish this last point because people will then say it doesn't make sense so first it begins in your head second it begins with conviction behind everything you say three show actual interest and the only way you'll be able to show actual interest is by being able to hold tension now go on do you think men i think the biggest fear of men are is to be rejected by a woman and that's why they're usually running with that invisible blanket that i don't want to say it in front of her because i think men can take a lot of things but if there's one thing that they cannot take is uh you know being rejected from a woman and and, and it's i don't know dude it it it's it's very it's 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 very biological it's instinctive uh, and do you think because that's- it breaks the illusion yeah you can think you are the stud are i am so look bro remove spiritual psychological philosophical remove all meaning leave just biology purely on a biological level let's talk and what you realize is that female sexual patterns are the validator of male traits the preference of a woman validates whether your gene is going to go into the future the ultimate control on a biological level is with the females well there is a reasonable argument to be made against that too that men have strength and so on but like in in the way of the the grand scheme of biology where we are all inactive agents where this is just a cog of the machinery and we are cogs the control is with the women and so what happens with a woman's selection of saying yes or no is that you have a hard biological answer 
yes or no and even though when you're meeting a woman in the wild when you're 18 19 20 it's not the same as wild times when i get reproduce reproduce it's not the same but the instinct where it gets triggered is the same place when a woman says no to you you are forced to confront your insecurities that is why you see this archetypical transformation woman says no the guy is like ab main body banayega bro main acche kapde pehnega wo movie nahi thi hole hole ho jayega pyar what was that shahrukh khan uh, anushka shankar film where shahrukh khan the husband yeah, of anushka, anushka shankar nahi anushka right. sharma ha he is like this this uncle figure and then he goes out and dresses up like this rock star figure and he's dating yeah. his own wife like very weird plot but the archetypical meaning is that is that at the rejection of a woman is an injunction in a man's life where you are now allowed to look at yourself anew and reconstruct so for instance i've gotten fat over the last 5 months fatter than i used to be less fit let's just say that right and i go out and i try to meet a woman and i see that this woman who would have probably been interested in me 6 months ago which is my version of me right now in my head yeah. says eh, i don't know i don't know if i want to go out on a date with you i have to suddenly confront with my belly bro i have to deal with the fact that i let myself lose i have to let myself deal with the fact that my hair is too long or my beard is unkempt these are just the physical symptoms or i have to deal with the fact that i'm actually not that confident or attractive in my speech and my behavior then there is a huge element that the woman's just not into you there's a like just options and choices you know you don't like colgate you like pepsi and that doesn't mean colgate is bad you know you right. like coke not pepsi that doesn't mean pepsi is shit right oh, yeah that is a huge part too but largely what men are afraid of is finding out the truth yeah and the truth from a woman is is ultimate in certain ways and it's the same thing that athletes go to when they play athletes have a finality in their decision making to know if you're playing chess and you lose yeah. you got outplayed full stop True. and that is why it hurts to lose cuz there is no other way when you are out and about in the open and you compare say i compare myself to lalit i'm like lalit looks better than me but i have more money than lalit chalna koi nahi like mudit has cooler friends than me but you know what my car is better like there is always this way we set off our losses but yeah. with this kind of shit there is no setting the losses off yeah. it's very real and you have to acknowledge and the pain of acknowledging the change that you need to make is hard so long story short women are king <laughs> nice well, that's I the reason i think i think that's a very nice interesting take i could see a bunch of hints of jordan peterson there when you're saying a cog because movie. he's he, there is a, there is an element of biological realism that we both sort of follow you have to acknowledge that the biology and the core of biology speaking through the complexity of your psychology hmm. i cover this in fundamentals of psychology too your biology has eight signals they are put through an amplifier that amplifies it to 864 sing- signals so you think reality is 864 but it's actually 8 hmm. and this is where you know sorry if this gets a little complicated mudit <laughs> sorry bothered what? by it I, no I, I, you seem bothered by it no 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 i that's probably my concentration phase so i have got that concentration report. phase my friend i know I know people have been. Do you disagree with what I said? Is there a problem? Like problem? No. What are you talking about? Like I was completely wired. No, I thought I was boring you, bro. I thought I was boring Not you. This is stuff I like to nerd out about. Huh? Not at all. I'm making extensive notes. Okay. <laughs> huh. So that is that is largely the point. Look, guys, if you want to get better at speaking to women, uh, apart from the three things, you need to really go out and try, and be conservative in your approach. Right? Don't overshoot. Don't say bullshit. Right. Try simple things. Fail. It is okay. Apologize afterwards. It is okay. In the book, I write. Process. 
I like your example, Prakhar of of in New York City, just approaching random women on the street and trying to talk to them, and because that is 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 very it's challenging to do. Scary. It's it's the epitome, epitome of scary. scary. Thanks for summarizing that. Exactly that. Irrespective of how confident you are, how good looking you are, you know you have a great personality. But in a new country, in a new city, walking over to women and saying, "You're you're Yo, what's up?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's an interesting. Th- oh, I'm sure he did it in a more, in a less creepy fashion, in a more respectable Look, way. But largely, we were approaching people. Women were just the hierarchical top of it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> If it was a woman, that means this is going to be tough. So, like the hierarchy is men, women, powerful men, attractive women, way more powerful men, gorgeous women. this is yeah. the actual stack for a man trying to approach randomly yeah. um, and interestingly what changes for women is attraction scales what changes for men is status scales hmm. and the higher up you go the generally the tougher it gets um and so we we attempt random situations but we also had another scale which was situ- where library bro oh my god when 50 people are in a room studying with pin drop silence it's negative decibel and you go up to a girl and you say hi it is so damn scary but you have to keep your, yourself together you have to keep yourself together and do it so me and my friend we'd have a challenge lalit we'd just be walking hit point be like ja usse ja ke baat karna hai in english and you had to run you had no other option oh okay and our job was to run to 100 failures first whoever gets to 100 failures wins Lalit, <laughs> it's so interesting. I went through my college thinking the the library was to read books. I now realize that it's probably for a different purpose altogether. The first year and a half at Columbia, I loved the. I in fact loved the library the first three years. The first year and a half, I only went to the library to meet girls. No joke. The library had a cafe right at the entrance where you could buy coffee, sit and talk. That you are allowed to talk. By the way, huge library. Okay, several floors and several like. There are rooms in the library that no one knows. There are probably tunnels that were built during World Wars in that library. So it's like wow. this is history we are talking about. Three hundred fifty years of this university. This was built in the seventeen hundreds, right? Um, so we would sit in that cafe. I would sit in that cafe, and I'd only socialize. My job was to have a sabha, like get people <laughs> together. And I made some of the most long-lasting friends I made at Columbia. I made in the library. Some yeah. of the cutest women I met met in the library. some of the most interesting people overall i met like i heard stories i would not have been exposed to had i not been at the library i would skip class to sit in the library think about that <laughs> man that was a I mean, good time cra- crazy I, i i like i think this this should open up a lot of thoughts for the people who are watching uh, on that note i want to ask you one last question on the same subject prakash before we move on to anything else What are the things that you must not say or do in communication with a woman? We spoke about the things that you should start with or you should use um, in your arsenal. But what are the things that you sh- is a big no? According Don't to sexualize your- too soon. Don't sexualize too soon, especially in India. Um, don't don't be inspired by Salman Khan and Stock. Like, <laughs> don't pretend like. Don't say I love you too soon. You are ruining the meaning of the word. Um, and like, don't overcome it. Don't overcome it yourself, right? Like, if Lalit was a woman and I just met her, 
I'm also figuring out whether I like you or not. No, I'm attracted to you. That's separate from liking you. Man, I shoot the I love you. Oh, rockstar me. Ranbir Kapoor goes to Nargis Fakri. No, love only. I'm here to tell you. Right, like this is the archetypical Indian approach to a woman. Relax. Tell her you are attracted to her. Tell her she's extremely attractive as a human. India me, I wouldn't even say you are a very attractive person, um, or like you look very attractive because. Like very quickly, the female mind goes towards danger. So I want to keep it the least amount of pressure for her. I'd say there is something so energetic about you. I'm so attracted by it. And then it is suddenly a spiritual compliment rather than yeah. a physical compliment. Um, yeah, don't creep her out. Don't push her too hard. That is what I would say. Like play the conservative game in India. That is largely the social fabric. Right, but be more like be direct about what you feel. At this point, I think I like. Yesterday, I thought I was only attracted to you. Today, I think I really like you. I have such a good time talking to you late nights. Just say that. It's no big deal. Slowly step it up, amp it up. Maybe that's what mm. I would say. Mm. And don't be afraid to talk to them, man. I know how scary it is. I fainted. What? <laughs> so I know. Yeah, bro. Bullshit. Who is that telling this? Huh? Bullshit! Like, don't tell. No, no, me. bro. Eleventh grade. Eleventh grade. Uh, I was auditioning for my school play, <laughs> and I'd met the girl I was dating. I was dating her already. Okay, I'd met her in tenth grade in the school play where I was the lead. So you know, king of the room. <laughs> audition? क्या करना है? अपने को तो वैसे ही सिलेक्ट करो. I go up on stage to audition, and I was so nervous around her. I noticed that she's sitting in the crowd, and I faint directly oh. <laughs> on stage. So I know how fearful this shit gets. I think you've seen failure quite early, and that's what built you for the kill now, dude. Like now you're like doing courses and like writing. I books. overachieve in that <laughs> way where I get killed faster and then reemerge faster too. 